You are listening to A Path to New You, a podcast about mental health and veterans' issues. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and Audible. You can listen to my podcast for free on those platforms. There will be guests on this show. If you or you know someone who works in the field, the mental health field, or is a veteran, and you like for them to be on the show, or you like to be on the show, you can contact me. At my Facebook page, uh, Path to a New You. You can message me on there. And while you do that, can you please uh, like and follow that Facebook page as well? So it's easy to contact me. Just find that Facebook page, Path to a New You. Like it, follow it, and then you can message me on there as as well if you know someone or you'd like to be a a guest. The more guests I have, the more entertaining, the more interesting, the more informational this podcast uh, will be. I do have a guest coming up uh, next Tuesday, and uh, I'm trying to find questions uh, for that guest, come up with questions. So uh, that's another thing I'll post on my on the Facebook page um, where you can comment with questions you have about hoarding. She has a specialty in hoarding, so she'll be on next Tuesday. So I'm looking forward to that. That should be exciting. I Like I mentioned, I do have a Facebook page, uh, Path to New You. Um, I'm also a therapist located in Madison, Wisconsin, so I do have a Facebook page for my private practice as well as New Beginnings Counseling, LLC. So if you could go find that page, like it, and follow it, I'd appreciate that as well. Also, when you're done listening to this podcast, this episode, I would like you to follow this as well. And just click on the, um, there should be like a bell symbol up in the corner right or left-hand side of the, of the uh, podcast page. And you click on that. and. They'll notify you when I have a new episode up. As well as if you could review and rate the episode as well. I'd really appreciate that. That would help my podcast out as well. And it'll help me out if I read the reviews and find out, hey, this is what I need to do better at. So every week I do, at least try to do an episode every week. Every week is a different topic. Um, sometimes it's every two weeks. Sometimes it's once a month. Depending how busy I am. Lately I've been able to do a an episode a week. So this week's episode, I want to talk about veteran stuff. Like veteran issues, veteran topics. Since this week is uh, Veteran Awareness Week. Um, due to the fact that Saturday is Veterans Day. So I want to talk a little bit about Veterans Day. 
the history about it. Um, I also talk about organizations that help veterans out, as well as discounts for veterans on Veterans Day, too. So, um, that's today's topic. And uh, if you have any questions or concerns, uh, again, please reach out on my Facebook page, A Path to New You. So, uh, Veterans Day is celebrated every year. Veterans Day started out as a day to reflect upon the heroism of those who died in our country's service and was originally called Armistice Day, which fell on November 11th, because that is the anniversary of the signing of the Armistice that ended World War I. However, in 1954, the holiday was changed to Veterans Day in order to account for all veterans in all wars. So, Veterans Day is November 11th every year. So, every year is the same day, November 11th. It could be on a different day. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And uh, this year it's on a Saturday, so um, Veterans Day will be celebrated on Saturday. But businesses, federal it's a federal holiday, so they observe it on the day before. If it was on Sunday, it'd be celebrated the day after. So this year, for federal, the federal holiday, uh, federal holidays. The banks, federal businesses like banks and whatnot, they will be closed on Friday, November 10th. And it just became a federal, federal holiday a few years ago, maybe five years ago. It wasn't that long ago where it was not a federal holiday, but it is considered a federal holiday now, which is great. I mean, it should have always been a federal holiday. There are a few things I also want to talk about Veterans Day. Some uh, inter interesting points. V Veterans Day was previously celebrated on the fourth Monday of October instead of November 11th. In the late 1960s, Congress passed a law intended to stimulate uh, the economy by adding more three-day weekends. They thought it would help encourage travel and other re re recreation. The Uniform Monday Holiday Act made Washington's birthday, Memorial Day, Columbus Day, and Veterans Day all Mondays. But many states disagreed with that, uh, with that choice, especially since Veterans Day was designated as November 11th, 11th month, 11th day, 11th hour, for historic reasons. So in September of 1975, President Gerald Ford signed a law returning Veterans Day to November 11th, starting in 1978. That's really interesting. I did not know that. Yeah, there are a few things here and there that I read that I did not know about. So I learned things even during my episodes of my podcast. 
Armistice Day was recast as Veterans Day in 1954. Today we know the day as Veterans Day, but until 1954 it was known as Armistice Day, officially recognizing the Armistice Agreement that ended World War One on November 11th, 1918. Even though World War One was hopefully termed the war to end all wars, it was anything but. By 1954, our Americans had served in both World War II and the Korean War. Armistice Day was changed to Veterans Day on June 1st, 1954. So, the Marines, they celebrate their service birthday and Veterans Day with a 96-hour liberty. I did not know that either. Pretty cool. Uh, Veterans Day uh, just comes just one day after the Marine Corps birthday on November 10th. Typically celebrated with a ball and cake cutting ceremony. Marines traditionally are giving given a 96-hour liberty to mark both holidays together and recover from their service birthdays festivities. I don't know if that's still true or not. That could be. That makes sense. Another interesting fact, a group once campaigned to rename our Mrs. Day as Mayflower Day. When the war to end all wars failed, World War I failed to do so, a small group of Americans led by Francis Carr Stifler, S-T-I-F-L-E-R, of the American Bible Society proposed our Mrs. Day be replaced with Mayflower Day. That group argued the signing of the Mayflower Compact took place on November 11, 1620, and was more appropriate to honor since the Mayflower Compact was a cornerstone upon which the Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights stood. And again, that didn't really happen because not many people agreed and there was little, very little um, traction to it. So that never happened. The next thing I want to talk about, um, there's a few, um, like I mentioned earlier, it's National Veterans Awareness Week. So we talk about veteran suicide. We talk about veteran organizations. And, of course, the uh, discounts and all that stuff, too. But the next thing I want to talk about, um, which I did not really know about until recently, is the Operation Greenlight for Veterans. I will be talking about that here. So, Operation Greenlight for Veterans, um, it starts the uh, this week actually started November 6th and goes till November 12th. So there's many cities, counties, and states and government um, affiliations are doing this. So I wanna, I'm gonna talk about that here right now. I didn't know about this until it was just recently, like that's a good idea. So I actually bought a couple green fluorescent lights that that I have um, used. So when it's dark out, I'll turn it on. People can see the green lights out my window. 
So what you can you do, uh, individuals can participate by changing one light in their house to a green bulb. This You can also do exterior light that neighbors and those passing by will see, or an interior light that sparks a conversation with friends. By shining a green light, you let veterans know that they are seen, appreciated, and supported. Governments and um, businesses will also, um, they're encouraged to do this as well. And uh, they're encouraged to start November 7th and go through November 13th. Uh, what is the meaning of this? So the meaning of uh, the Operation Green Light, uh, green is the color of hope, renewal, and well-being. Green light is also a term commonly used to activate forward movement. That makes sense, the green light at, at the stoplight. That makes sense. The simple action of changing wall light to green is intended to spark a national conversation regarding the recognition of veterans and Greenlight, then forward as valued members of our community. So why is Operation Greenlight needed? Uh, American veterans are some of our nation's bravest, hardworking men and women. However, it is hard to show them the appreciation they deserve when back home and out of uniform, they are more camouflaged than ever. By displaying, displaying a green light for our veterans, we not only bring attention to veterans and their need, but we also reflect on how we can assist our military service personnel as they transition back into civilian life upon completion of their service to our country. Uh, I know my county is doing this as well. Dane County, they just had a uh, news article and on the news, local news, a couple of days ago, they they mention it and are encouraging people to participate. So it's pretty easy. All you got to do is uh, change one of your lights to from a white light to a green light. You can do that on the outside, like on your porch light. Again, from November 6th to November 13th or number 12th. You shine a light of hope and support for veterans. So yeah, just find a light, change it to green. Change it outside light too if you want. So it's pretty easy to participate in. I'm gonna do it. Like I mentioned, I bought a couple fluorescent lights uh, from Amazon. It took like two days for it to come, and I'll be using doing that for probably until the 13th. So according to the uh, Department of Veteran Affairs National Veteran Suicide Prevention annual, annual Report in 2019, the suicide rate among veterans is 1.5 times greater than the non-veteran population ages 18 and up, with over 6,000 veterans dying by suicide each year. Despite accounting for just 7.9% of the population, Veterans account for 13.5% of all suicide deaths in the United States. So it's about 22, 22 veterans on resort to suicide a day. 
Sometimes it fluctuates to 18 to 22. Every year it's a little different. But no matter what, the 18 or the 22 a day is 22 or 18 way too many. We got we to gotta work on that. There is no single cause of suicide among veterans and service members. But by treating and preventing mental health and substance use conditions, addressing access to lethal means such as firearms, which accounted for 69.4% of veteran suicides in 2017, and empowering veterans and service members to live and thrive in their community, we can continue to save lives. Now, there is there's a lot of there's support out there. Um, one of the main ones uh, would be the 24-7 confidential crisis support. Um, that's when you dial the 988, and then for the veterans crisis line, you press 1 after, and it'll send you, <clears throat> send you to a, a support network for veterans. Um, I believe they are, I don't think they work through the VA, but it's, it's a veteran crisis line. Um. Yeah, the 24-7 support access is free, confidential support 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. You actually connect with the real person qualified to support veterans. So a lot of them are trained and a lot of them are counselors or therapists. So they got, a lot of them have a master's level degree. Uh, they serve veterans, other families, and friends. The Veterans Crisis Line serves veterans, service members, National Guard, reserve members, and those who support them. Approximately 200,000 service members transition to civilian communities annually, and an estimated 240,000 service members will transition to civilian life in the near future. That's a lot, people. It's a lot of veterans, a lot of military service members who are transitioning. Let's imagine all those people then, you know, they're trying to find support, like the VA. They, uh, they get their services through the VA, and the VA can only do so much. So then there's a wait list. So they got to wait to get their services because there's so many of those service members who are transitioning to civilian life and you know a lot of these um veterans or military servicemen a lot of them live in these rural areas where a uh, department of veteran affairs uh, the va the closest one is like two hours away so that's a struggle there too so you've got to work on that too The next thing I want to talk about are some um, veteran organizations that help veterans who are struggling. I'm going to talk about a couple of them. There's a there's quite a few of them. I'm going to talk about two of them. There's the VFW, which is the Veteran of Foreign Wars, and the, the DAV, which is Disabled American Veterans. And I'm going to talk about that, about those. So the first veteran organization I want to talk about is the VFW or the Veteran of Foreign Wars. I'm going to talk a little bit about them. 
about the core values and some um interesting um facts about them. I will eventually try to get someone who works at the VFW, like from our local VFW that I'm a part of. I'm a member. I'm a, a lifetime member of uh, the VFW. One of them here in Madison. There's quite a few of them. I'm the uh, member of the 7591, which is located on Cottage Grove Road here in Madison. There's like three other VFWs in Madison. And there's a few throughout the area, too. But, yeah, I'm going to try to get someone, like one of the uh, the president or the um, commander of the VFW to come on my podcast one of these days and talk more about the VFW. But, yeah, I'm just going to talk a little bit about the history and some interesting facts about the VFW. So, in 1899, the American Veterans of Foreign Services and the National Society of the Army of the Philippines were organized to secure rights and benefits for veterans of the Spanish-American War in 1898 and the Philippine War in 1899-1902. These two organizations merged in 1914, creating the Veteran of Foreign Wars of the United States, the VFW. The VFW was chartered by Congress in 1936. So, to become a member of the VFW, a post member of the VFW, citizens or nationals of the United States serving honorably in the U.S. Armed Forces in a foreign war or overseas operation recognized by a campaign medal in Korea after January 30th, 1949, and recipients of hostile fire imminent danger pay. Veteran of, veterans of World War II, Korea, Vietnam, Lebanon, Grenada, Panama, Persian Gulf, Somalia, Kosovo, Afghanistan, Iraq, and other smaller expedition, expeditionary campaigns as well as occupation duty qualify. So you got to be a a um you got to be a veteran. So a veteran would be someone who was deployed over to a area where there was there was considered a war zone. Um yeah, so that's some of the membership eligibility. I'll definitely get our uh someone from the VFW who works at the VFW to come on this podcast and talk more about it in hopefully in the near future. I do have someone coming on in the next couple of weeks, hopefully, where she is a the president of the auxiliary department of the VFW. And I'm going to talk about that here in a minute. Actually, the next, next thing I'm going to talk about. So there's a partner organization with the VFW, which is a national volunteer service organization. The auxiliary of the VFW was founded in 1914 and is the backbone of many local VFW volunteer efforts. So, say for example, you have a father, mother, grandparent who served in the served in a, a war. You could actually become part of the auxiliary department of the VFW. And I'm going to have that person talk more about 
the um, eligibility too. She's going to know a lot more about that than I do. So again, I'm just talking about the history and whatnot. So the approximate size of VFW and exhibit apartments, there's about 1.5 million people who are part of members. 1.5 million VFW and auxiliary members in all 50 states and many foreign territories. So approximately 1.5 million. Uh, thousands convene each year at the VFW's national convention to elect officers, adopt resolutions, and discuss business affairs. Leading the organization are the elected commander in chief, senior vice commander in chief, senior vice commander in chief, and junior vice commander in chief. The National Council of Administration serves as the VFW's board of directors. Nearly 6,000 posts worldwide comp comprise 52 departments in the 50 states, the Asian Pacific areas, and Europe. Posts form the basic local chapters. Like I said, my post is 7591, and there's several throughout the city of Madison, there's several throughout the county, and there's several throughout the state. So each post has got like a number minus the one I'm a member of is 7591. That's like one of the closest VFW posts to me. I am actually halfway between the one over by the, there's the airport I live over by. I forgot the name, the number of that one. And then 7591 decided. Now I decided to go with the 7591. So here's some interesting facts about the VFW. Two thousand three hundred plus num the number of VF the VA accredited VFW representative across America and abroad, helping veterans fight for the VA benefits they have earned. So there's over 2,300 representatives who have helped the um, veterans fight for the VA benefits they deserve. 152,883 is the number of service members and their family members hosted at uh, the VFW Military Assistant Program events. A lot of people participate in these events. $11.2 billion is the total annual amount the VFW helped veterans recoup in VA disability compensation and pension benefits in fiscal year 2022. So again, that's $11.2 billion worth of um, disability compensation and pension benefits that the veteran veterans have been able to get with the help of the VFW. $1.6 million plus is the amount of academic scholarships awarded to 357 veterans and service members. And uh, 21 times uh, the VFW has testified to Congress in the last 12 months alone. The VFW has instrumental in virtually every major legislative victory for veterans in the 20th and 21st centuries. Those are just some of the facts. I'm going to post some of this stuff too on my 
um, Facebook page of Path to New You. And again, like I mentioned earlier, I do want to um, bring on someone from the VFW post who knows more about the VFW, who can talk more about the eligibility and all that stuff on there. So the next organization I want to talk about is the Disabled American Veterans, the DAV. Uh, the Disabled American Veterans, or the DAV, is an organization created in 1920 by World War I veterans for disabled military veterans of the United States Armed Forces that helps them and their families through various means. It was issued a federal charter by Congress in 1932. It currently has over 1 million members, and it's also a nonprofit. It is outside their purview of, and therefore not rated by Charter Navigator. So it's a it's a nonprofit, um, which definitely helps. And like I mentioned, it was. Formed September 25th, 1920. The founder was Robert Marks, M-A-R-X. The 501 nonprofit, headquartered in Erlanger, Kentucky. And some history about it. In the aftermath of World War I, disabled veterans in the United States found themselves seriously Disadvantaged with little governmental support. Many of these veterans were blind, deaf, mentally ill when they returned from the front lines. An astonishing 204,000 Americans in uniform were wounded during World War I. The idea to form the Disabled American Veterans arose at a Christmas party in 1919 hosted by the Cincinnati Supreme Court Judge Robert Marks who was a U.S. Army captain and World War I veteran who had been injured during that war. I'm just going through some of these facts. There's a lot of information, which I will post on my Facebook page again. You can find more information about the DAV. I actually would like to get someone who works at the DAV on to my podcast as well so they definitely know more about it and would definitely give us more information about what exactly they do um there's different programs within the dav i mean there's a lot of different veteran organizations that definitely help veterans who work with veterans who have helped veterans out um, you may see um, these mobile vehicles driving around um, that have the big letter DAV on it. And those, um, it's a mobile service offered by the DAV for veterans and their families who are living outside, like in the rural areas who need transportation to and from appointments. They definitely um, drive them to their appointments. So that's another um, thing that DAV does. Like I, like I said again, I'll be posting a lot of this information onto a path to new you 
uh, where you can read the articles and know more about those organizations. And the last thing I want to talk about um, before this episode is concluded are the uh, discounts that military and veterans get on Veterans Day. There's quite a few restaurants and businesses who are providing discounts every Veterans Day. Oh, before I um, go on and talk about discounts and whatnot, as one of the things I want to talk about the VFW core values real quick. So core values for the VFW, they always put the interest of their members first. They treat donors as partners in their cause. And all they, a lot of their um, income comes from donations. Uh, they promote patriotism, honor military service, ensure the care of veterans and their families. They serve their communities. They promote a positive image of the VFW and respect the diversity of veteran opinions. So there's a lot of organizations within the VFW I've not talked about. One of them is the auxiliary department. There's a couple other ones too. And hopefully I can get um, someone from the VFW I'm a member of can come on and talk more about those different departments. Um, I've been a member with the VFW for about six months. It's about six months, I think. Yeah, so I want to talk about that real quick. I'll also post this stuff on my Facebook page, A Path to New You. Again, it's A Path to New You. Um, it's like and follow my Facebook page, A Path to New You. So the last thing I want to talk about since uh, Veterans Day is coming up are the different benefits and discounts that the um, some businesses do on Veterans Day. A common one um, is Applebee's. So Applebee's on November 11th, active duty military veterans reserve and National Guard that dine in restaurant get a complimentary full-size entree from my special menu. They will also receive a $5 bounce back card to redeem for dine-in to go or delivery within a three-week redemption window. So they also get a, um, a I guess it's like a gift card with that. Uh, Bonefish Grill, and I think there's one here in the west side of Madison, um, and they're scattered throughout. Active duty service members and veterans get a complimentary order of Bang Bang Shrimp with a soft beverage on November 11th with a valid ID. Burgers Bagels, um, veterans and active duty service members get a free hot or iced coffee of any size with a purchase in store on November 11th. Buffalo Wild Wings is another one. Veterans and active duty service members get a free order of 10 Boneless wings and fries on November 11th with valid ID. It's only available on dining. Uh, Caribou Coffee. Uh, veterans, active duty military members, and their spouses with a valid ID receive a small hot brewed coffee of the day or cold press 
including Nitro on November 11th. Uh, Casey's General Store is offering any size complimentary coffee or fountain drink to all veterans November 11th. Dunkin' Donuts is another one. A veteran and active duty military get a free donut of their choice on November 11th at participating locations. Uh, you have to be in store only. You have to be in the store for that. Einstein Brothers Bagels is another one. Veterans and active duty military get a free hot or iced coffee of any size with a purchase in store on November 11th. The one I usually go to every year is Hy-Vee. It's a grocery store. They also have a restaurant inside. So every Veterans Day, they uh, the veterans and military members and their families get a fresh free fresh breakfast on this year's going to be November 10th between 6 and 10 a.m. Plus, veterans and military members receive 15% off grocery purchases on November 10th. Shop in store at Hy-Vee Isle Online and use promo code HOMEFRONT15 at checkout if you do that online. IHOP is also doing a discount for veterans and military active duty. They get a free red, white, and blue pancake or pancake combo on November 11th from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Dine, dine in only. There's a few restaurants out there who uh, you get the discounts through um, online, kind of like Hy-Vee is doing it online, where you can order groceries online and use your discount code. Now, there are several businesses out there that do give discounts, military discounts, year-round. Lowe's is one. Um, I think Home Depot is another one. Um, I'm a huge sports fan, so our, uh, our local university bookstore, they have like a 15% discount. You can get clothing there, too. I uh, just found out there's another university store called the Bucky's Locker Room, which is, has all the um, um, the sideline gear stuff, you know, the sweaters and all the uh, coaches wear during game events. They have um, their clothing there, and they get like a 20% discount. I just found that out recently, which is pretty cool. Um, Fanatics, which is a clothing, clothing, online clothing store for, uh, sporting events like NHL, MLB, a college, uh, I think they got like a 15% discount code you can use for 15% off. Um, it's quite a few of them. I've used, um, govax.com. As another military veteran, uh, first responder, and police website that has different uh, organizations that have discounted military um, items there as well. Like Yeti is on there. You can get game tickets for discount game tickets, sporting events. I am also a member of Vetix. It's V-E-T-T-I-X dot org. Um, 
and they provide tickets through like a lottery system. Also, they you do a uh, concerts, comedy shows, um, sporting events for military veterans, military and their families, and you'd have to sign up for that and you also have your dd214 you uh send them a pdf form of the dd214 and um, gets approved almost within like a couple hours that's with govx too you need your dd214 sent to them through pdf form and it takes a maybe a couple hours and then you get approved and once you're approved you can go in create an account and um, receive your benefits through there um yeah also another thing i wanted to point out there's a lot of veteran owned businesses out there and i try to support all veteran owned businesses as much as i can uh, including my private practice as a veteran owned because i'm a veteran myself and uh if there's a veteran or someone who's a family member who's a veteran, I do provide discounts for them. Since I right now I am private pay. So I I enjoy helping veterans out or their family members out as much as I can too. So if you, you support your veteran owned businesses as well, there's a few of them out there. All you gotta do is Google veteran-owned businesses and put like your zip code and i'm sure you could find all kinds of veteran-owned businesses out there anyway i think that does about it um you were listening to a path to new you i know i was talking quite a bit today uh like i mentioned next week tuesday i do have a guest on this show she's gonna be talking about hoarding and i'll be posting about that here shortly and looking for questions and if you have questions you can always post questions in the comment box and then i'll also post all this information i just talked about too on my facebook page a path to new you and if you know me personally i'll post some of this stuff on my personal page as well anyway i hope everyone has a good rest of the day Thank you for listening. Thanks for taking your time to listen. Um, please, once you're done listening, if you could rate and review this episode, I'd really appreciate it. Um, that would definitely help my podcast out if it's a higher rating. It usually goes up in the ratings in the platform I'm on. Again, I'm available. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, um, Amazon Music, Audible, and Spotify. And you can listen to it for free. This is a free podcast. I know there's podcasts out there where you got to pay, like subscribe and pay like a monthly fee or something like that. I'm not there yet. I don't plan on being there. I like to have this free so people can listen and learn some things about veterans and mental health issues anyway have a good rest of the day support your veteran businesses out there please support them please support our veterans and if you haven't yet please buy a green light 
and I change it, change an inside light or outdoor lighting um, from now until the 13th to support your veterans. Let them know, hey, you are being heard, you are being seen, and we support you. Thank you, and have a good rest of the day. You are listening to A Path to a New You.